Welcome to But What Do I Know, a questionably informative tattoo podcast where I discuss tattoo industry-related topics. Today, I am joined by someone very special. You guys all know him from Instagram as Monday Malarkey. I am talking to Randy Randerson. What's up, Randy? How's it going? It's not bad. It's another day over here in hot, hot, 110-degree temperature California. <laughs> fuck that yeah yeah yeah. It's, yeah it's humid i'm from arizona originally so it's like that hot all the time yeah exactly it's, it's so yeah. yeah damn oklahoma awesome. you're at right now though right o- oklahoma city dude damn. oklahoma it's uh just rained so it's fucking humid as a motherfucker Ooh. dude and there's you got all the bugs out you you know i'm making mach- i build machines on tuesday so right now i'm making machines so it's like half a garage and half like a indoor i got a little ac unit dude so i mean it's like just above sweaty you know what i mean oh man that sounds miserable and if i remember correctly i think like 10 now it's probably like 15 years ago tattooing was illegal out there right it was like a shorter period i think it's only been i think it's only been legal for like 12 years okay yeah dang so yeah my boss the guy that uh Jason King, this guy, uh, he's a piercer, but he's had a piercing shop here for like 23 years. And uh, uh, him and then I know there was other people. I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure on everybody, but he they had asked him and they said, hey, we're going to make it legal. Um, You know, what are the what what should be the laws? Like, well, how do we write these laws? And so they asked him to come in and kind of help because, I mean, he's just a super organized guy and he's been piercing forever. And, you know, this shop's like you know, that piercing shop, he bought the building. And so it had an empty, an empty storefront next to it. And he owned the building. So he just opened up a, a tattoo shop, you know, but uh, it was gnarly trying to get it, get it legal. But to work in Oklahoma, the way the, like the laws are, it's, it, it took me like two goddamn years to get a fucking license. Jesus. You know, it, ridiculous. Yeah. Shit. Damn. So it's, so, but it's, uh, it makes an interesting place because, you know, um, tattooing hasn't been around for fucking 70 goddamn years you know there's there hasn't there hasn't you know there's a couple dudes i think a dude went and learned from spiderweb and his name was johnny dragon and he tattooed in the back of a like astrology shop his wife owned in downtown oklahoma city and he was the only dude that could tap like he and then we have all his flash of the shop like when he was he already died but when he before he closed the shop he called my boss and said hey come help me clean out all this stuff and you could have, you know, you could have a bunch of shit. So he gave him, like, literally all his hand-painted flash. I mean, you're talking, like, like 700 pages of flash from Oklahoma. And his shop was called the Oklahoma Underground. Amazing. And, and it's sick. Yeah, it's super sick. I have his poster in my room. And it's fucking, it's, it's like a chick sticking her leg through, like, a gopher hole and, like, a dragon tattooing her leg. <laughs> Amazing. That's so weird, you know? Like, because bad tattoos probably are a little lim- limited compared to states that have been doing it for 20, 30 years. So. Oh, yeah, well, it it like a lot of people, man. I mean, you see some. It's like a capsule mixed between like the cutting edge of Pinterest and like Dale Earnhardt's nineteen ninety four. Like that's it. Like those are the options. And then and then the army base. We have a huge fucking army base here that does the AWACS. So I tattoo. I, I tattoo so many people that work on the base. You know, um, and they'll come from California or Florida or New York and like, hey, I want fucking good tats. And I'm like, oh shit. Let's do some cool tasks. And yeah. Then, and then right after that, it's a dude from like, you know, he drove two hours from fucking small town, Oklahoma. And we're doing a fucking the cherry. I've done the cherry, the cherry Creek or the, 
I think it's the Cherry Creek or the tattoo brand, the 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 eagle skin rip with the flag, dude. I've done that probably three or four times here. Tight, dude. Yeah, I wasn't mad. I wasn't mad about it. <laughs> Damn, dude. Is it Fort Sill? Is that the base? That's I think that's one of them. That's the one in Arkansas. Then we got Tinker Air Force Base, and then Lawton. Okay. Um, there's some older history in Lawton. There's like a. You know, some some guys had passed through and tattooed there, you know, in the 40s and 50s. And I think that's where uh, sitting – no, Geronimo died. Geronimo died in Lawton because he, like, got drunk and fell off a horse or some shit and, like, just Jesus. died. <laughs> like, I know, I know that sucks, but that's the fucking deal. Like, they're like, who's the famous people from Lawton? You're like, well, Geronimo died in a ditch over there and that's it. <laughs> Damn, dude. That's a way to go down, you know? Yeah, Jesus. fuck. I was like – dog like how you know what i mean you just fell you're like i'll just die then fuck it bro I'm just like you didn't you know what i mean like i doubt you hit your head and died on impact but i know for a fact like you had to fall hard enough to where you're like i'll just die fuck it yeah <laughs> that's that's superman's kryptonite though man i mean <laughs> yeah. oh dude horses like it, to do that <laughs> dude fucking just yeah hey, fucking fuck him i guess <laughs> But, um, yeah, dude, let's talk uh, Monday Malarkey and why you started it. And, dude, shit's hilarious, man. People are loving it. Well, it's – uh, so I used to write – So okay, so – I mean, I've been tattooing. I've been tattooing my whole life. I, I, I've had other jobs, but it, not really. Like, I worked at No Fear in the Mall for, like, a week when I was, like, 14. <laughs> and, and I got fucking fired. I, I don't even think I went anymore. I got one paycheck, and I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. Like, why would anybody <laughs> – do this for their whole life you know yeah and uh i was on probation for graffiti and you know uh i was i was I, you know I, I so i started tattooing i had neighborhood kids and i went to the you know i went i went and learned like a dirty biker shop that was like a time capsule of the 90s and um anyway so i mean i've been around ta- you know i've only ever tattooed you know that's what i've done my whole life since i was like 15 like i had this great plan to run away from home when i was 15 and i was gonna go to california and just tat till I died. And I couldn't even tattoo. Like, you know, what I, you know what I mean? Like I had, I had worked at the shop long enough. I had a fucking sick ass fucking sparkle Puma dude. And I kept it in my pocket, dude. Like I would go to school and I pulled up, like check this shit out, dude. It had yellow coils. It was, it was I still have it. And it was like, yeah, it was, it was pretty much going to be my chariot to the top of tap mountain. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> <So> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, so I've seen, I've worked and done every every kind of thing, you know. Like I, I've seen like piece of shit dudes. I've been the piece of shit dude at times. I've been, you know. So my normal page, you know, it Randy underscore R. Like I, you know, I got on Instagram before Android could even have it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, so you see like the trends of shit and the difference of shit, and you see people. And then like, traveling, I traveled a lot, and uh, you know, you meet a lot of people. But then. I would write these stories and I usually talk like those, like the memes I make and like the stories I write is how I talk all the time. Like at work, like I just say pretty out of hand shit, depending on who's there. Like I'll try and at least make it awkward for somebody or, you know, talk shit like that. And people think it's funny. So they said you should write them. So I did. And then probably like two weeks ago, I, I, I made these rotary machines, dude. And it was a fucking nightmare pretty much the whole way through trying to fucking develop this shit. And then, so I had this page for it and I made 10, dude. Like it took me six months and like all this time and energy. And I made fucking 10 like, it was <laughs> gar- garbage. Like it was, I was like, man, this ain't like, cause I don't need, I don't ever use rotaries. I never even use own rotary I made, you know, mm-hmm. like everyone else did and was like, Oh, it's tight. So I was like, okay, cool. So I switched it and I was like, I'm just gonna put all these stories on here. And then I put them all on there and like 
a lot of people like them and I'm trying to write a book a kind of of just you know because I feel like uh I don't know you know obviously I didn't plan on being the fucking comedy tap man but it's fucking I guess everyone's got a niche somewhere yeah it's working out for you <laughs> yeah it's it's cool it's tight so and then I was like I should make like a meme or two you know but I always I I you know I was like yeah you know people like memes I'll make a couple memes and then I just started I made like 50 in like fucking two hours like I just made like fucking a, a shit ton of them and I started posting them and people were like oh my fucking god dude like this is my whole life you know and then it just got out of hand pretty immediately you know um and I did like I made Snake Navarro not to like you know like oh wait that was back. you that's me too. Yeah, I had no idea. Snake <laughs> Navarro's hilarious. Dude. <laughs> yeah, that shit's so, baller. But it's not just me because that got out of hand. Fuck, because that was originally the thing too. I was like, that'd be funny, dude, if I wrote because I wrote a story, and I was all Snake Navarro, bro. Because I think it's just, oh, and like people try to, you know, it's like an easy target. Oh, fuck, you know, fuck Dave Navarro, whatever. And I think it's the most hilarious thing on the goddamn planet. <laughs> that. And and, I, and he follows it. Dave Navarro follows it. That's amazing. And, yeah, and the snake doesn't follow anyone though, bro. So sorry. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So good. Um, but a few people post on it. You know, the snake has many heads. It's not. You know, I can't. I don't have time to do all of that. Um. So, depending depending what you read, you could tell a difference. You know. But uh. Damn. Yeah. yeah we that's... gave we gave away uh pizza parties you know snake navarro sold prints and we fucking gave the money away like we made people send us weird pictures we sent them up we sent a pizza party to alabama we fucking <laughs> like, or georgia maybe georgia maybe somewhere in the south but i was like fuck it dude this is hilarious that's you know it's entertaining but uh yeah so that's all me doing all that and then uh, yeah the memes it's like uh i try and keep it i keep i try and you know fucking roast everybody individually pretty yep, well yeah so you know i'm sure some people I, i've seen some people on there they go on the meme page and they're like well if that's how you feel about tattooing you know that makes me sad and i was like dude you can't go on a page that says monday malarkey you just got a picture of me with my shirt off <laughs> fucking talk about drinking rinse cups bro like, on, yeah. like dude this shit's as real as it gets i don't care if people get pissed that shit's true story man yeah i was like you you every day at the tat shack is the fucking it's another day at heaven for you because some days it is most days it's tight but a lot of days when i come in and it's like what do you want to get and it's like this is, you know i was like do me i get more phones shoved in my goddamn face every day and I'm I'm trying to think of another profession that would get that many like like the iPhone store guy that would get that many phones in his goddamn face all day. But <laughs> you know, I'm just for like, real. And I'm like, it ain't hard. None of it's hard to tattoo. I don't I don't care. You know, but it's uh, you know, it's it's a lot of people feel the same way. It's frustrating. You know, there's the there's the frustration. But then if you make fun of it, it's a lot easier to because people will be like, dude, you posted my entire day today as it happened. And it's fucking. <laughs> You heard it here, Randy Randerson, psychic. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, fucking, that's me, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, seriously, it'll hit that right spot. Something happens that day, and I'm like, God damn, dude, that just nailed it, man. Nailing the coffin. Nailed it, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I was trying to, the other day, a chick comes in, she goes, man, I want to get, you know, I want to get these tree silhouettes. I'm like, no problem, dude. Let me pull you off the finest thing Google has to offer, <laughs> dude. And I fucking, 
pull it up and it's got the shutterstock fucking watermark and I fucking made a stencil and it says shutterstock in the goddamn tree. And she's all, is that going to be there? I was all, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> but how many people do that? All the people, yep. every, every person ever. And I was like, ah, well, you know, I'm not, I just won't, I, you know, I'm not going to tattoo shutterstock on you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Same with portraits. So, you know, you'll put out tones that you don't see in the portrait. People are like, I'm pretty sure there's no pink in there. Bitch, there's yeah, fucking the- pink. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty positive, yeah. She's like, I don't want no girl colors. I was like, dog, you like, what color you want the gums? Black? You want to have black gums because you fucking can't handle yourself? <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous, dude. It is every day of uh, our life, dude. It's like never a dull moment, but at the same time, sometimes it's so repetitive, it's insane. You're like, what the fuck? Did or like the yeah the the Terry the everybody the I think the the biggest one that was closest to my heart was the meme about that dude Terry the stepdad Terry that I don't know if you've seen it but if you haven't you should look at it and it's like when you know the kind of vaguely biker kind he's like the fucking human shooter McGavin he's like the real life shooter McGavin yeah. guy but he rides a bike it sometimes and he comes in and says stupid shit like oh we better fuck he's gonna strap you down. Or, <laughs> You know, it's like, you know, the stepdad. Yeah. Oh, oh, I paid him 10 bucks to press harder. Yeah, exactly. Fucking fuck off for, fuck off forever, bro. Uh, it's like, so true. So true. And I was like, and like, you only witnessed that dude for maybe, you know, an hour, 45 minutes. But that dude lives in the world somewhere every goddamn day and everyone hates his ass, dude. There's got to be, everyone at works fucking hates Terry, dude. Oh, yeah. Because he'd be like, you yeah, I, I imagine. Yeah, they network. I mean, all these Terry's network. <laughs> dude, and then a guy from Australia hit me up. He goes, that guy's name's fucking Tez here. And I was all, holy shit. He's all, but he calls us different names for shit. But it's the same thing he says. And I was like, oh, my God, dude, it's worldwide. It's not even U.S.-wide. It's worldwide. Yep. <laughs> or the worst, dude, to me is, you know, I'm from Maine or whatever. and Or you'll just post, hey, I would love to do this piece. I have an opening today. Next comment. Ah oh, man, if I had the fucking money, what the <laughs> fuck, bro? <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I used, I don't know, I never got into posting. I sometimes I'll post flash, like you want to get this tattoo? Like if you're ever in fucking Minnetonka, Minnesota, let me know. I'm fucking trying to get that shit. I'm like, God, fucking thanks, yeah. thanks, Greg. Yeah. When I get there, it's on you. It's all yeah, you exactly. Do. You'll be my only tattoo, and it'll cost me money to do it. But that's cool. <laughs> Oh, shit. I think I don't know. I like uh, I like uh, I like how people are like where they tattoo like certain places, you know, like tattooing. Like if you're from Maine, then you obviously fuck. You probably fuck with Dunkin Donuts pretty heavily. Yeah. Yeah. If you're fr- yeah. I'd never fuck with Dunkin Donuts in my life. Like Dunkin Donuts was like a place that you drove by to go do some other shit where I'm from because I'm from Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's not not prevalent at all. Like. Market share for Dunkin' Donuts is dog shit in fucking the Southwest. So I went there and I drank Dunkin' Donuts coffee every 12 minutes for fucking four days. Dude, my heart was going to stop. <laughs> and it's like every, they would take shifts on going. They're like, all right, you want anything from Dunks? You want something from Dunks? I was like, God damn, bro. Like, and then they're everywhere. And, you know, but I like picking up um, and it, Every place has a thing, you know, like all the dudes in the South that I, you know, I go tattoo in Mississippi, all those dudes kind of dress the same. They wear like kind of short shorts and like, you know, new balance shoes, all of them. And I'm like, fuck, man, do I got to buy that before I go or do you provide it when I get there? (laughs) 
Seriously, is there is there a store that specifically sells just those two things? <laughs> just is there fucking boat shorts? I need some boat shorts and New Balances right now, so I can fucking fit in. Seriously, yeah. And then the New York, going to New York and riding the subway and like seeing how the general public reacts to my wife having a lot of tattoos. Like they don't give a fuck that I have a lot, but my wife it blows their fucking mind that she has like a lot of tattoos and they're she. I did like a sleeve of portraits on her. Like a Guy Ritchie sleeve that I've been working on for like, I don't know. You know how when you tattoo your wife, it's just like a hundred years. Oh, yeah. Like it's it a timeline. Never... It's the walking timeline yeah. of your work. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, thanks for carrying just a trash can of fucking sleeves <laughs> for me. You know? Yeah. So, and, yeah, it, it blows their mind. But that's, I mean, that's the kind of shit that I make, you know, I make, I make memes about. It's like you pick up on those, you know, the nuances or like people shit that people don't talk about you know but does happen all the time like i you know i've definitely hit the cap and kept running dude i have definitely been like blap and then i'm like well let's do one line and see if it's actually borrowed yeah. let's see if it let's let's see if it's necessary see, and, and hope then, the client does not recognize that sound from what it really is yeah. <laughs> you're like oh anyway to home shoot you know fuck it yeah you just like just goddamn rooster-tailed fucking dynamic across the room. Listen, <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna either I'm changing the needle or filling up this black ink cap again, and that's those one of those two things is happening. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Not both. It's never both unless it's really <laughs> no. necessary. Yeah, but I've also seen the opposite, dude. Where a guy kind of thought he rubbed the paper towel on his thing, and I almost thought he was gonna set up the whole shit again. I was like, bro, I <laughs> like, I, I wish it was that serious. And that's like I, like, I don't know what to say without sounding like a piece of shit. I wish it was that serious, dude. <laughs> but it's just, just, it's just not, you know? And I was like, one of two things. Either it's going to be a goddamn eagle talon now, and you're going to tattoo line on them, and it's just going to bleed the rest of the tattoo, <laughs> or you're fine, or it's probably fine. I'd <laughs> say nine times out of ten, it's fine. I have that. I've, I've hit the desk, though, before. I've actually fucking not paid attention and just nailed the whole desk. <laughs> I was like, all right, I got to change that one. <laughs> like I could visibly see it's fucked, so I gotta change that one. Dude, I was tattooing my old apprentice once, and like we we're watching a movie, and we laughed at the same time. And all I did was hit his fucking thumb knuckle with a needle. Like, I'm like, ah, oh, no, that shit will come out. <laughs> that shit's still there. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I think I had because I'll tell jokes. Like, well, I try not to tell jokes on tattoo people because they laugh, yeah. right? So I'm tattooing a lady on her ribs. And it's like the squishy part, like the bottom, like, you know, it's a little bit squishy. And I'm trying to do like the little flower swirly deal off the side. And I said something about, you know, I don't know. I made a joke and she laughed, dude. And I swear to God, she jammed like fucking three quarters of an inch of a fucking seven liner in her goddamn side. And I was like, oh, my Lord. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, sorry. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry, you. I mean, I guess it's my fault. But technically, I was like, listen, we're gonna have to do some shading off most of that line now because it's a fucking it's already shaded actually we're gonna be honest because <laughs> it's fucking pretty blown out so well, let me shade off that for free you know but it's shit like that you know i know has happened to every goddamn dude and some people are better you know i like i i, I know some dudes that are pretty close to like never make a mistake but that's not that's not me at all oh no so, same dude i did eight years of terrible tattooing till it's time finally figure the fucking shit out and barely still you know <laughs> yeah well and i yeah it, it was never that it was never easy so i did a bunch of stupid shit like i fucking tried to glue a capacitor on a machine because i thought it would fix it before <laughs> like, i was like i don't know how, 
like I know how to solder needles kind of, but this isn't working. So I'm going to glue it because as long as it's touching, that's legit. (laughs) You know, and I made a story about it. I was like, I'm going to get these better springs. And I pretty much just made the worst tattoo machine ever made and then tried to tattoo somebody with it. And like, you know, when you put a lot of like when you're trying to learn with green soap and you put a fuckload of green soap and you put the stencil and then uh, as soon as you even touch it or whisper by the stencil, it just comes 100 (laughs) percent off like it. Like it never touched skin. It was just like floating on something like soap or resin. God forbid they're sweating. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I, so I pretty much tried to freehand a star by myself with like the worst machine that I fixed. And like had a had a, had a blue spark. You know, had like the hella like the the spark like Iron's man Iron Man's chest. Yeah. You yeah. know, and it was super hot, and I accidentally touched his chin with the dude, like burned him. <laughs> and I was, and I tattooed, and I was like 16. I tattooed in a hallway. Like, there wasn't other stations, so I set up a desk in a fucking hallway. And I was like, just lay on your back on a chair that does not lay down. Like, just lay on a fold-out chair on your back. <laughs> and I'll fucking... <laughs> the three fold-out chairs lined up. <laughs> Dude, it was... I had, like, one. I was all, just fucking hold your head. Don't don't move. <laughs> just, God, God damn it, dude. It was so... I, I talk so I, I work with a dude named Josh Ross and he's uh, his name's uh, Horioki on Instagram and he does huge Japanese shit and um, he works here with me too and he's the reason I moved out here but me and him always talk about and like laugh at work about like how hard it was to tattoo because people would be like I could probably tattoo and I was like dude I I'm not even sure I could fucking tattoo and I've been doing this my whole life yeah. you know so and uh, Josh was saying that it probably you know he's like. I'm pretty sure learning how to tattoo took eight years off my life. Like, he's yeah. like I'm pretty sure if I recalculate it, it's probably about eight years. He goes, cause we were talking about doing the Pinterest tats. And you're like, you know, when I was tattooing a year, it would have taken me four fucking hours to do this mountain range. Like there's no way in fucking hell I could have ever even conceived of doing like one line. Just like, zoop, there's a line. Like he's like, I didn't even know that shit existed. It was, it was just, you know, no, no one wanted hard. to teach. You know, back then, no one wanted to fucking teach you the trade. They're like, nope, this is a secret. You'll earn it. It's like, oh, no, like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, you got you got, yeah, you got to earn yeah. it. And I was like, okay, like by what? They're like, you just fucking endless slave labor. Yep. And then, and then you can tattoo, but you still also have to scrub tubes and take out trash and clean my car and fucking wear a dress and fucking whatever the fuck else I feel yep. like. You know, the sorcerer ship like, will man. come. You'll, you'll figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, okay. This, okay, you know? And then it's just fucking never goddamn ends until you leave. Like, I feel like it's either that way. It's either you graduate and there's some kind of ceremony where just all of a sudden you're tied at the shop or you just work there until you have to quit so you can have a goddamn career. Yep. So those are... You know, those are the two options, I guess. Which reminds me of a T-shirt I once saw. It says, if tattooing were that easy, it would be called your mom. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I love cheesy tat shirts and stickers. My stickers, I (laughs) the the shop I learned I had was like, it had a sticker and had like a cool skull and said, fuck yeah, it hurts. And I was like, sick. I used to think that shit was so sick. So tight. So tight. <laughs> I was like, God damn, I wish I had one in every color so I could put it on my fucking plastic drawer with my fucking four tubes in it. So good, man. But yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's talk about our, our subject today. <laughs> okay. Which right. is uh, basically tattoo artistry versus entrepreneurship and marketing like marketing's 
more important these days than actually knowing how to tattoo. So, and uh, go ahead and start with that, man. This, this is a big subject. Well, I used, I, I used to, on Tuesdays, I'd write some shit, like, trying to help, kind of trying to help people out. Because, obviously, like, uh, you know, I travel around a lot, and, you know, I, I do a certain kind of style. I mean, my tattoos look like my tattoos. But um, I see a lot of, I talk to a lot of people, too, that tattoo good as fuck. You know, they tattoo super good. And, you know like they're not getting any action like they're like well you know i can't i like i could never sell a print i could never book an appointment i could never you know basically my only hope is if i fucking sit at this shop long enough i'll develop a clientele over time which that's the long i mean that's that's the way that everyone did it before you could ever go on the internet and advertise anything so you know because that was my understanding before you know the internet was that you sat at a shop and you were nice as fuck to everybody, and you went to the bar and gave out cards, and you did, you know, I used to do fucking slick shit, dude. I was, I, I was very entrepreneurial pretty much like my whole life, but I would go to Barnes & Noble, and I would take a, my business card, and I would put it in all the tattoo magazines. Yeah, so exact someone, same thing. That's crazy. Yeah, so that way it's like, oh, where's the dude in my town? I'm right here. And, you know, I would get people from it because nobody was doing it. And then I would get in trouble sometimes, like, oh, you can't do that. But I would still do it anyway. And I would go around to all kinds of stores and fucking hit the tap mags. But um, nowadays, it, you know, I hear a lot of people saying, like, you know, they, like, bitch about Instagram a lot. They're like, man, it's fucking, this sucks, or it used to not be like this, or whatever. And, like, sometimes I'm like that. But, you know, I have it a lot better off than a lot of people. You know, like I said, there's a lot of people that fucking slay and you know, they're not getting that. And then the opposite of the spectrum, there's dudes that are just the most regular fucking tattooer to ever walk the earth. And they have 10 trillion followers. And you're like, God damn, you know, or you do the same tats we do every day for 80 bucks and you're charging 500 or it's an outline or, you know, whatever. Um, and it's, you know, Instagram is the most powerful tool to ever hit tattoo, yeah. you know, and you can use it, you know, and you can try and work with it, but it's not going back. Like, it's not going to regress. You know, tattooing is not going to be like, okay, everyone's off the internet now, so let's go back to, you know, who tattoos the best in the square fucking mile of fucking Oklahoma. It's not going to it's not gonna go back to that. You know, if anything, it's going to get worse, and it's going to get more, and it's going to get to the point to where, you know, I have a friend who has his shot. His shot phone is a cell phone because people can text it because they don't want to call, and he gets a fucking shit ton of business from communicating with people how they want to communicate because nowadays, like I said, you get phones shoved in your face because people don't, you know, all they do is they go on and pick, you know, people are like, Oh, people don't like flash. They love flash just as long as it's what the fuck's on Pinterest or it's on Google or it's on Facebook or it's on whatever, you know? Um, so you're going to have to work with it. And that's, you know, that's, that's sucks. But, you know, on top of having to build that local clientele, you're going to have to, uh, work on that internet game because it's you know there's a lot of you know a lot to be had from it there's a lot to be and and a lot of people don't want to accept that shit and they want to say how much it sucks and it's not fair and you know tattooing was never fair you just like when you would go buy a tattoo magazine and you would hope it would be like the sickest dude was in it you hope that month like fuck i hope this dude is the sickest one in it. and you know i'm not going to say names of tattoo magazines but we all know the ones that were good and the ones that were fucking always posting some fucking dude that you tattoo better. Yeah. Than, oh, yeah. You know? you, they pay to get with their shit in there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, 
it was it wasn't fair then. I mean, it's never fair. It's whoever gets the most people to see what the fuck you're doing, um, the most widely known is the ones who are gonna, you know, tattoo tattoo more. And kind of, I mean, the story thing's a whole separate thing. Like I never envisioned Monday Malarkey to be a valuable source or to help me. But what it's done is like, you know, I, I post and say, hey, I'm gonna go to Kentucky and tattoo. Does anybody want to get tattooed? And I got more hits off that page than I did my own fucking mm-hmm. page. So, you know, um, because everyone's looking at that, you're gaining the the peop- the market share of attention. And, uh, you know, I'm definitely not like a super high grade dude where it's like, yeah, I got fucking 80,000, 100,000, 200,000 followers, you know, but I, I do all right. I know dudes that have like five that fucking stay busy as fuck, you know, um, so, and people will ask me, you know, what do you think of this? What do you think about this? And usually, like, when you had hit me up, I'm like, usually there's always, like, it, it, it leads to a, a negative dead end where it's just a conversation about you're bitching about shit that's not going to change that you aren't willing to change with, you know. Um, and I feel like I'm definitely, I definitely do not change with shit, you know. Like, I, like I tattoo the same as I ever did. I bought an iPad for a little bit and it just, it's not for me, you know, it pretty much just added an extra goddamn hour to me drawing anything. So sold that shit, but I don't use the new cool ink caps. Like I've never, I, I use, I think I used like a Hawk pen once and it works for some people and it works and, and it doesn't for others. So it's shit. I'm getting lost. What I'm saying. <laughs> some people don't have to adjust to the times. Yeah, well, people, they don't want to. Yeah, they're mad about it. Well, this is how tattoo, this fucking tattoo, it fucking sucks. And I'm like, bro, goddamn. Like, you know, like tattooing can be unpleasant at times, but I've also, you know, helped my boss fucking move a fucking goddamn metric ton of dirt into some fucking garden beds. And I was like, this sucks a lot worse. This sucks a lot goddamn worse. And the people you're tattooing, that's what the fuck they do all day. You know, they worked, they did 10 hours of that shit to get fucking whatever tat you did on them. It's true. It's true. And, um, you know, so the advice I was giving to people, I was like, yeah, like, they're like, well, this algorithm and da, 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 and Mark Zuckerberg. And, you know, so like the first thing that I have learned from experience is fuck a business page, because as soon as you identify yourself as a business, as soon as you say, yes, I have a business, I'm trying to make profit off of your platform. Now, if you're Mark Zuckerberg, you're not gonna be like, fucking welcome aboard, brother. You're gonna be like, dude, give me fucking $12 or no one's seeing. This. Yeah. So <laughs> like it's either 12 bucks or you fuck yourself, dude. So pick. And that's, a, that's how it makes money. You know, there's no other way for fucking Instagram to make money. You know, now if there was an option where you could pay 10 bucks a month, like Spotify and have normal Instagram with no bullshit. It's like whoever has the most does the most, you know, like there would be a fu- it, it would be like a fucking billion dollar check that day to fucking do that. And then you'd get a fucking million dollars a month, you know, but um, they want it to be free. They want you to get sucked into it. And so, you know, don't get a business page. It's, it's, it's pointless. So is Facebook. That's the, the worst thing is, is doing that. And when I did it, you know, my shit like fucking died. And I know some weeks, I know everybody thinks, I know, I don't give a fuck who you are, dude. You look at Instagram and you post something sick and you're like, yeah, this is going to get a lot of attention and possibly, cause the whole point is to get more business. Yep. You know, at least that's, that's my yeah. point. Maybe some other people for some other shit, but that's my point. And 
you know, and then it fucking dives. And then you post another one and you're like, God damn, this week fucking sucked on Instagram. Instagram fucking hates me this week, you know? So I'm not sure if that's real, but I know everyone feels like that. Cause I have friends like, God damn dude. Like I'm fucking, I could, you know what I mean? Like I couldn't, I, I couldn't sell money to a hooker to fucking get more than five likes. On Unless this. it's a Pinterest tattoo. And that shit's like 300 yeah. likes plus. <laughs> Man, I never. So yeah, I'll, I will lead into the clientele grooming portion of that in a minute. But so, you know, the business end of it, you know, the most thing is that you, you, you conversate with people, you talk to people so you can, you know, there was like this thing a while back where people bought followers and then Instagram cleaned it up. And then you saw dudes go from having like a million to having like fucking not yeah. like dudes. That was, <laughs> yeah. Like the covers got pulled back on several people and it was fucking funny. Don't get me wrong. That shit was fucking funny, but that just kind of shows um, that there's not a whole ton of, you know, getting around it other than meeting people and doing stuff. And I'm pretty proactive. At least I try to be because it equals income for, you know, my life, you know? So the better I do on here or the more people that see my stuff, the more things I can sell, you know, that's more time I could be at my house. That's more time. I don't have to be tattooing because the thing about tattooing is if you're not tattooing, you're not really making money unless you are working it, unless you're selling flash over here or you're doing this or you're doing that. And you'll see a lot of people do that. Um, and that's, you know, the next thing, if you want your tattoo, if you're, let's say if, you aren't getting to do the tattoos because I hear that also. And that was also a problem I had is that I wasn't, it's not like fucking sick tats were walking in that I could fucking do all day. Like it was far and few between that I could do a cool tattoo and post it, you know? So when you see the other people like fucking five times a day posting the sickest tattoo ever made on earth, it was discouraging, you know? It's like, God damn, like this, that's all that dude tats is just fucking whatever the fuck he yeah. wants. Um, so I started painting a lot. Like I started painting fucking, if I wasn't tattooing at work, I was fucking painting, dude. Like, it, it, you know, I was working the whole shift, you know, and, and then I started doing split sheets. I started saying, Hey man, you want to do, let me trade you a painting or let's do a split sheet. And the guy goes, cool. So that guy will get your painting and he'll post it. Oh, I'm doing a split sheet with this guy. So maybe five extra people would be like, who the fuck's that guy? I'm going to go check him out. And you do that over time. And a lot of people will start knowing who the fuck you are, you know? And then, um, and if you're painting the things you want to tattoo, eventually somebody's going to get that. Like if you're completing and you're like, Hey, I want to tattoo any of this. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. Then you will start doing those tattoos. You know, um, it's not overnight, but you, you'll start doing it if you keep trucking along long enough. Yeah. And, um, and I mean, that's not, I don't, I don't think any of that's new information, but a lot of, I'm just, I, I'm just, I'm trying to answer questions that I've, general questions that I get asked a lot. And, uh, you know, a lot of people aren't, I don't see as many people that, that could be, you know, like I've, I've worked in shops where you sit around and look at your phone or you look on the internet for fucking eight hours and you don't paint, you don't draw, you just kind of waste the day away and fucking eat lunch and do one tattoo. And that's just kind of your existence. And I've lived that. And I, it's, it's like, when I think back to living like that or, you know, tattooing to where like I was hoping to fucking God, like an $80 tat came in cause I was broke. And it's like thinking about the goddamn great depression, mm -hmm. you know, of my life, you know, and 
nowadays, I, I mean, I do, I work in a walk-in shop. Like I'm doing whatever anyone's sad about. Like I had to tattoo five crosses today. Like I guarantee you, I tattooed <laughs> just like, <laughs> you know, and like I'll get a cool one and I start and, and I, and I'm cause Oklahoma's new, like I said. So it's basically taking it back. A lot of people I tattoo don't have Instagram. So they're like, Oh, well give me some business cards, you know? So um, I'm doing that same shit. I'm doing the nineties shuffle, uh, the early two thousands shuffle where you're trying to do a good job and make sure they send their dad and, and, and whatever. And, you know, I make it and kind of, I make the memes about like when you say all these jokes to people, you know, like when you're tattooing them, Oh, guess we're done. The stencil's on. That didn't hurt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that shit will get you clients because people fucking think it's funny. You know, they don't hang out in a tat shop all day. So they think that's fucking hilarious. Yep, exactly. You know? But then they're going to come back. Oh, I had a fun experience. And that's what you're saying. The artistry versus entrepreneurship. I know a lot of dudes that don't, you know, they're not the best tattooer in the world. They're not, you know, they're just not. They do good tattoos and they do good work. But what they're good at is, you know, making that experience fucking awesome. So they're fucking booked like a motherfucker. And I know, you know, dudes like that. Everybody knows a dude who's just like, I'm booked for nine years. And you're like, how? Yeah, exactly. How are you booked for that long? You haven't drawn you know? a thing in your entire life. How are you booked? <laughs> like, and dude, they're fucking good. Ear hustle. They're fucking, they could, you know, they can, they can talk it up, you know, and a lot of tattooing, especially at, let's say the traditional end of things or, you know, the biker tats, um, looking and acting super intimidating to everybody that comes in. You're like, you don't want to fucking, you know, cause I hear people come in. Well, I said, I wanted this tat. And that guy said that was dumb. And you're like, Oh, the fuck. Why would you ever say that shit? Like you, you know what I mean? Yep. And you know, the dude with fucking face tats says that's dumb. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> I guess that's fucking makes sense. But, uh, you gotta, you know, be nice and by me making these memes and me being out there and me talking to people which is shit i do anyway like i say all the same shit but it makes you super approachable as opposed to being like way unapproachable because you're like a fucking super tough dude or you know you your presence online is super like gruff you know and i know people on both ends you know and it's you know i think staying in the middle and being easy to deal with and you know i talk to everybody anybody that's ever dm me i i, I think i've uh, i've talked to at least try to give the time of day to say like hey that's awesome the other day i helped a dude oh he was trying to draw something chrome and he's like i don't know how to do this and i was like here man i'll show you on a napkin real quick like this is how it works but if you're fucking nice you know a decent normal it's like you know i think it's weird that i have to explain you should be nice to fucking people because it's not that's ridiculous. You're like, hey, you got to be nice. You're like, oh shit, I never thought of that. I plan on being a dickhead the rest of my life. You know, <laughs> that, that's that's sometimes <laughs> me to be honest. I get so bitter, and I'm like, what the fuck? I worked so hard to get to where I am just for people who didn't to be busier. What is? What am I doing wrong? Like, <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. I used to fucking, dude. I used to be a a standing member of the Player Haters Club of America, dude. And I fucking used to fucking. There's, I worked up the street from a shop, and it was like. The, the fucking any any special in the goddamn we're like it's national flag day we're doing fucking 50 dollars flags and you're like god damn dude like do you ever fucking stop with mm -hmm. this shit and they were busy as fuck and i was fucking bitter as fuck about it dude like i could not <laughs> like i could i just couldn't understand like why like why do they succeed when they're not playing i was like 
you know, because it's fucking, I mean, that's every kind of business. That's, you know, that's life, but it's um, especially frustrating. But what you got to do, what I learned to do is ask like, yo, man, how'd you get, what are you doing? How'd you get busy? And a lot of times people are bullshit busy where they're like, I'm booked. And it's like one appointment <laughs> for two hours a day. And it's their you know? apprentice. And I'm like, nah, dog. <laughs> yeah. Nah, dog. I mean, like booked, like, like my brother, my brother, uh, his name is Manny Hernandez and he tattoos in Phoenix and he's getting ready to kind of, to, to go out on his own and stuff. But that dude is the best example I've ever seen in my entire life of a dude like minding the store. Like, I don't give a fuck about the internet. I give a fuck about the people on the ground that I'm talking to, you know? And he has such a huge clientele in Phoenix. Like this dude's doing like five tats a day, like, you know, three to five tats a day. And when he says he's booked, he means from like noon till midnight booked. Like he's like eating in the bathroom. when He takes a shit at the same time. So he has time <laughs> to fucking draw your shit on. Dope. So, you know, and that's not everybody. I mean, you could choose to live that way, but, um, so it's all, I mean, your perception of who's booked and who's not booked. Cause I've been to shops where I thought, you know, judging from online, damn, this person probably fucking tatting all goddamn day. And I get there and watch a homeboy at a corn dog for fucking two hours and fucking dick around on his phone and do one tat. You're like, Oh man, that is not what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. That's most of those people who are booked for six months. They do three, four hours of tattooing a day, go home. Nice. Okay. And, and so, and some people it's, that's how they work. Um, I know a couple people that do good fucking tattoos. They, they're on top of shit and they, um, you know, they only do, you know, two tats a day. And then because it's overwhelming because it's sometimes I mean, tattooing all goddamn day till you die. I mean, you get fucking tired of that. Yeah. shit. You know, I know some people that are they're like, yeah, my books are closed because I can't, you know, at some point, you know, you're failing to give people what they're paying you for by being too busy yeah. you know you're like oh i don't when can i come in for a console you're like next fucking century because that's when i have a minute yeah. you know and you'll start to <laughs> now obviously in everything in the world you know there's the percentage of people that are full of shit and there's a percentage of people that are doing um that that's you know that that's that's how it is like you know like man i i can only do two good tattoos a day i'm not you know i'm not a goddamn coal miner it's just not what i'm about you know and that's, you know, that's fine, but there's, um, it gets, it gets perceptions are people pick up on that shit and people start thinking that's what you should do. You know, like, oh, I should get, cause I used to think you should just have a shop open from like 10 AM to like midnight every day. And you should do whatever the fuck walks mm-hmm. in. You know, some dude comes in and he goes, I want a bodysuit of geckos. You just like tattoo it. Like you don't even draw it. Like you just tattoo it all on. And that's like <laughs> what I thought <laughs> you fucking did, dude. And then I went to another shop. And they're like, nah, what the fuck? Like, I'm going to stay here my whole mm-hmm. life, you know? Like, if you make an appointment. And I was like, oh, you can do that? <laughs> like, there's – holy shit. Yeah. Like, so I don't have to do it right now, like, with a gun to my head. I can say, come back at three. And they're like, yeah, dude, why would you do that? <laughs> so, so, you know, um, and I think it's – you know, there's there's – like I said, there's so, there's so many people that tattoo good. And I know so many people that tattoo good. They're like, I'm not getting anywhere. Like, what should I do? You know? And I'm like, well, I mean, you, you got to fucking, that's, that's also, you know, the artistry versus, you know, the entrepreneurship because it's, um, you know, there's like a few different kinds of people when you go to a tattoo convention, right? There's a guy who like brought 
his own fucking booth. He's like, I bought my own tattoo. I have a traveling tattoo shop that has fucking strobe lights and a goddamn dance room that I fold out <laughs> in the middle. And, and like, I have, not only do I have those strawberry candies on the table, dude, but I brought like a full fucking Subway sandwich that's 12 feet long that's free for everyone. You're <laughs> like, so prepared. It's <laughs> just ridiculous, dude. Right? And I was like, I don't even have that shit at my shop. You have a nicer chair and fucking 7,000 miles away from your house than I have at my shop. <laughs> shit, you know? I forgot I my like, fucking clipcord and you got a goddamn <laughs> sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> You just got two apprentices, like, holding it on each end, laid down here. We're fucking – and, like, that dude will slay the whole weekend. And people fucking try and hate on it, but that dude is fucking out there to fucking win at life, you know? And he's the one who's doing all the advertising, doing that, because I have I, – I know some people that do that. And they're fucking booked – like I said, they're booked for fucking ever, you know? Because, you know, well, you got to stay on top of it. And, like, we do – they do the email thing where they email people. I – I know a dude who has uh, an assistant that will call every person he's ever tattooed two weeks later to see how the tattoo came out. And it blows people's fucking mind. They're like, hey, Darren, you got a fucking mountain range the other day. How'd that come out? And he's like, oh, my God, it came out great. This is so cool. And then, you know, you're never – Darren's never going anywhere else. Like, I can promise you that. He's never in his life going to another tap place because this place cares that much. Yeah, it's true. So, yeah, you got to follow up on your clients. For one – for me, I do it just because I want to know. I really want to know. I'm like, shit, how'd it go? Maybe I overworked it a little bit. How'd it heal? Like, or they sat like shit the whole time. I'm like, well, obviously, it probably didn't heal great. But they're like, oh, it healed great. You're like, ah. Oh. Usually, it's just stress off your shoulders, too. You're like, that's good to hear that it healed good. Because that's healing's everything for me. Yeah. Like, healed tattoos are everything. So, I, I, it's a big importance. Well, yeah, I I mean, I, I think it's good to, you know, to follow up and – a lot, a lot of the stuff I'm saying with these people, I don't do that shit, you know, because I'm lazy. It's not because I don't want to or I think it's wrong. It's because I'm fucking lazy, <laughs> you know. And, 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 like, it's hard to say. You know, a lot of people get like, well, it couldn't possibly be my goddamn fault. Like, yeah, well, all the shit I have, you know, all the reasons I'm not doing everything in the world I feel like is my fucking fault, you know. Because I could do that. I could call everybody. I could mass market i could show up with two subway sandwiches <laughs> on a different row i could fucking <laughs> you know but instead i show up kind of prepared with my shit in a fucking bread bag i bring my tattoo machine in a bread bag. <laughs> oh man you know and i was like and then people are like you put them in a bread bag and i'm like if your fucking tattoo machine breaks because you didn't put it in a goddamn surgical case it's bullshit you know <laughs> like i think and I'm like, dude, why, how are you going to have a tattoo machine that breaks if you blow yeah. on it? Like, come on now, you know? I was like, I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to have the most ironclad shit. Like, you know, I had somebody at customs or at the airport security, like, dump my machines out, dude. Like, it was like a, like a toddler dumping <laughs> shit out of something. And they're like, oh, did I break them? I was like, fuck no, man. Like, I tighten them shits, like, with the force of God. Like, nothing's moving ever. And I'm going to use them till they just don't. The tellers, you know, I think I've used my same shader for eight years every day for every tat for my whole life. It, 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 and the spring's gone. The front of the spring's gone. So I had to just move it back a little bit. Now it gets real hot, but I'll probably just still use it for another 10 years. <laughs> like, fuck no, man. That capacitor's glued real tight, dude. Shit ain't going anywhere. <laughs> dude, <laughs> if shit gets too dramatic, I'll put another one on the outside and, like, tape it. <laughs> you know, I was like, fuck it. And so... <laughs> you know, and I show up and I have a banner that says Randy fucking Randerson. Like it has a cuss word with children walking by. <laughs> and and there I am. 
you know, and I'm not in the booth ever because I mean, why the fuck would I be in my own booth? I'm out fucking bullshitting, trying to play CeeLo with fucking everybody <laughs> trying to do that. And then on Sunday, you know, I'll tattoo like 10 tattooers who made the money to get tattooed, you know? So I do all right, you know, and I'm sure other people could play it like that. And luckily I have, you know, I, I'm fortunate enough that on Sunday I can tattoo all those dudes. Um, but that's, I mean, that's my approach is the opposite, you know, it's because mostly, cause like I said, I, you know, I, I don't want to travel with all this shit. I want to plan it out. It's just not, you know, at work, I'm a lot more organized, obviously, but, um, I'm not, I'm not super on the, the marketing, the marketing end of shit. And I, you know, it's not, I, I think I've lost every contest I've ever entered at a convention. Pretty, pretty, I have a running streak of every one I've ever <laughs> They should have an award for that. I might send you one. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? That's not even traditional. It's like, dude, that's a sick space goal I made up right now. And they're like, nah, dude. <laughs> like, that's not that. Nope. <laughs> like, oh, well, you know, your client gets kind of bummed. Well, we didn't win. I was like, it's probably because I'm back. <laughs> yeah. you know? like, Here's your fucking be, $10 cause... back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, fuck it. Sorry. Oh, man. Yeah, I've never had. I only had one one dude get bummed, and I was like, I don't know what. Like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Sorry, you didn't win. Yeah, then get tattooed by the guy. Then that they won. get judgmental on the tattoo that won. I don't know, man. I saw a couple lines in there, pretty janky. I'm like, mm, I mean, it was a pretty good <laughs> tattoo, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's... Yeah, uh, yeah, it's 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 yeah, that it's shit. Pretty crazy, man. The industry's changed a lot, and there isn't. You just like you said, you gotta pretty much adapt, man. As hard as it is to say, I mean, people are better marketing, but they end up putting out shit tattoos, man. Like, and you're just like, well, I'm going to have to deal with it. I just lost a friendship over me going to a man to man and being like, bro, realism tattoos should go to realism artists. He fucking blocked me. I'm like, what? What? You t- you call everyone a snowflake <laughs> and you just blocked me? I, I came to you like a man, dude. And yeah. <laughs> but that's just me being salty, man. It's uh. Yeah, I, 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 it, it gets too stressful for me to, to try and, you know, like do, do the justice tat court by myself with people and be like, Hey, you shouldn't fucking like, I'm pretty positive. You know, people didn't tat with a loose fucking 95 liner <laughs> to do any, a- anything ever, you know? And I was like, that's cool. The tat looks old now because when it's real old, it's going to look fucking real old. <laughs> yeah. So that's cool. You know? And, but I'm just like, hey, dude, fucking, if that's what you feel like you need to do, then then do that shit. And yeah, that's uh, so you know you, and then you get into touchy subjects, you know, like saying like, yeah, you got to be better at marketing, you know, um, and like you just one way or fucking other, you know, whether, you know, I never thought me making memes would fucking anybody would give a fuck, you know, but they did, so cool, that works out, you know, but um doing and some people are like real like hard nose like no i'm here to do fucking good tattoos and i know people like that and i and i fucking respect them because they you know these have some of these dudes are dudes have been tattooing for a long goddamn time and you know when i was learning how to tattoo i'd seen their stuff and i was like that's a fucking tattooer like that dude is the real deal you know that's the fucking that's how you're supposed to be is like you know you're supposed you're supposed to be doing this you know but if everything was fair it's just like 
cities like Las Vegas and LA or Phoenix or, you know, whatever huge city, there's usually like 70 fucking goddamn shops per square inch. And, you know, no, nobody gives a fuck. And I'm like, it, you know, that's kind of a, the first, you know, the first problem is like, okay, well, da, 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 you know, and you could watch Sailor Jerry's thing. And he talks about having competition, you know, like up the street or like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do the first purple dragon ever just to fuck this dude up the street. And, you know, eventually doing tit for tat over time, you know, it, it's, you know, and that's kind of, kind of where we're at, which, you know, there's a lot of negative shit to say. You can say like, oh, tattooing sucks now, or, oh, it's not as, you know, it's not what it used to be. And people forgot this and that. I mean, you know, there is some of that, but also tattooing now, like I've seen the best tattoos I've ever seen in my entire goddamn life up yesterday, Mm -hmm. you know, like I, I can see the best tattoos ever made yesterday. So tattooing didn't get like, you know, maybe tattooers got fucking, shittier but tattooing definitely is has escalated and will continue to escalate to the point to where you know you're seeing the realism dudes and you're like jesus fucking christ dude like how like how like what crossroads did you sell your soul to the devil to be able to yeah. tattoo that realistic yeah, exactly you know? and um you know it's just tat- you know tattooing doesn't suck for sure you know there's definitely not a, you know I, cause I get that a lot on the malarkey page. Like so many people send me shit. What about scratchers? Fucking, you haven't talked about scratchers. I'm like, I don't give a shit about scratchers, dude. Like that's like the dude who fucking does his own plumbing as opposed to fucking hiring a plumber. Like plumbers ain't tripping. They don't give a fuck because, and people are like, well, it's gonna, you're gonna, they're, they're giving people AIDS. And I was like, dude, if you go to get a tap from Travis at his trailer, and you get AIDS. Yeah, you, you deserved AIDS. AIDS. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You know, he, did he charge and you extra the, for the AIDS? That's a real question. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, like, yeah, dude. I'm on the front lines of it. You know, every tattoo that was done here was out of a house. You know, for fucking ever. So there's oh, I tattoo probably three people a week. This is my first time ever getting tattooed in the shop, and I'm like, cool. You know, and you look at their tattoos, and they're fucking yeah, nightmares. Yeah. You know, and the. And even my neighbor, dude, my neighbor's like, I used to tattoo back when it was illegal. And then when it got legal, it just wasn't that fun anymore. And I was like, fucking thanks for that. You know, yeah. cool. And what's the term scratcher these days? You know, I mean, you used to be able to go in a shop and get a solid tattoo. And now you can't even go in most shops and get a solid tattoo. <laughs> You're like, you, I was done. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. What, what the fart is going on right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, there's, there's a, I, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's just pretty yeah. much what it is, you know, and, and I have three kids, you know, I'm married with three kids, dude. And I'm like, well, now this is pretty important that I have to make this money because or else I can't do this job. But then you get undercutting people down the road. Yep. But that's it, dude. All you can do is try your best to put out good tattoos. And but like you said, marketing is fucking basically more important. Yeah, it's that. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, there's a lot of people that do good tattoos and do good marketing. Yep. And that is, that is, that is, I guess, the peak of the mountain I'm speaking of is to do good tattoos and good marketing. It's not a shortcut. It's not like, well, I'll just do fucking bammer tats for fucking all my life and then just market good and I'll be fine. Now, I know there's people that's got away with it, but, you know, for the most part, that's not how the fuck it's going to go down. So, you know, you got to, you still got to do good tattoos. And in my experience, whoever sucks up the street will eventually you know, fucking 
you know, they'll burn out. They'll fuck off. They'll leave town. They'll, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll do fucking whatever. And that's always what happens. And I've had, you know, like I said, like a hundred meme submissions for scratchers and I'll see stuff online. People send to me, well, I saw this guy tattooing himself. And like, you know, the dude sends him a message. Don't tattoo yourself. And I was like, dude, why? why you yeah. Fuck? I tattoo myself. I know no one wants to do a cover. Yeah. Up, so I'm like, I'll fucking do it on myself, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't give a shit. Or like, you could buy it off, you know, the, the, you know, a $20 tattoo kit. And, um, you know, I sell tattoo machines, dude. So it's like, I deal with this shit all the time. People like hit me up all the fucking time. Hey, how much for a shader? And I'm like, it's $10 million <laughs> to buy a shader for me. And they're like, oh, my God. And I was like, yeah, well, where do you work at? Oh, I don't really. I'm actually a carpenter. Okay, well, then keep being a carpenter, yeah. dude. But I'm not – I don't give a shit what you do, but I'm not going to fucking have a part in it either, you know. So, you know, you could – and I, most of the dudes that I see – I'm not going to say most, some that fucking have, like, this goddamn crusade against fucking – home tats you know their tats are never fucking real awesome themselves yeah is and and i mean like the dudes that are like going after them like fucking trying to like meet up and fight a scratcher because i saw that on facebook yeah like a dude was like you want to fight and i was like holy <laughs> shit dude like what <laughs> like what is to be gained <laughs> dude like what are you gonna get from this like oh well i bet you he'll quit yeah exactly <laughs> like, exactly yeah. Yeah, it is. There's a lot of bitter people, including myself, you know, but I guess just, I don't know, I'm passionate about good tattoos. I don't know what it is, man. I just, uh, I just got to adapt. You realize this is not what the industry is and I just need to fucking move on. At the end of the day, if the town decided to start closing down shops, the good tattooers are the one that are going to stay every time. Yeah. Well, it's, it's always, I, you know, I've in Phoenix, especially I've seen, fucking four million shops shoot up out of the ground and four million go down and the same four or five or six people still be tattooing no yep. matter what just keep you know nothing changed they don't give a fuck it's not you know they and i think the greatest advice i ever got dude was like you know um you can't you know don't don't spend all your time worrying about what's going on up up, up the street because all that matters is what the fuck is right here you know you can't you could do whatever the fuck you want. Be bad about it. You could tell her customers this. You could fucking try and he's like, but just at the end of the day, just fucking being cool to people, doing good tattoos for a fair price, you know, will prevail. And that's, you know, and it has obviously. And, uh, you know, I wonder the longevity because people, and I get that a lot too on the page is people are like, make one about the people that only do tats of wines or they only do, you know, outlines or they only do like a fucking quarter size tattoo and they got 10 trillion followers. And, you know, I'm more curious about the longevity of that career choice of like, you know, in, in 40 years, are you still going to be the guy who the supreme God of doing, you know, one shot line tats and, you know, so right now, yeah, that's cool. But I know dudes that used to be in the nineties, like this is the best black and gray dude to ever walk the earth. And now there's like 70 dudes, doing more than them and more books than them and, and more relevant in, in people's mind because they're, they're new. So, you know, over, over the long scale of things, um, you know, I, I am more curious to see that. I'm more curious to see what, what plays out over time as opposed to just right. Yeah. The second. fad timeline, you know? the old fad timelines. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cause I know like, uh, you know, I remember, 
kind of when new school took off real big and there was, you know, a, a lot of those dudes are still real awesome at it. They're fucking always kill it. And, um, but it is, it definitely, you know, that wave is still real prevalent now, but I mean like in the magazines, like what the first time you saw, you know, the huge cartoony skulls or like, um, you know, sh- shit like that and now you don't hardly see that you know because i think what was i was on the other day i was looking online and on the discovery page i found tony ciovaro and i haven't seen him since he made all those yeah. books that pretty much i made a career out of for yeah. A fucking yeah. While. yeah you know i was like hey thanks for fucking making me able to tattoo you know and uh he fucking slays still, still. that dude fucking is ripping yeah. ass even better and even better than he was yeah 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 it getting better. And you're like, fuck, man, that dude's sick. Like, I still want to get a fucking that geisha head. You know the geisha yeah. head, dude. The... <laughs> and I was like, that. Uh, so, you know, that dude weathered the storm of everyone. I, you know, I think because there's a lot of people that want in and out, but he was one of those dudes. I mean, he fucking, you know, his marketing and tattoos. That's a very good example of in, incredible marketing forever. I mean, that dude for forever, I, I saw him like at the Pomona show in like 2000, whatever the fuck. And, you know, that dude was selling prints and T-shirts and business cards. He had like a, another dude that he drew a logo for that sold like frozen bananas and shit <laughs> like this, you know, like this dude, you know, I was like, yeah, and now his son, man. his son, five year old son has his own Instagram page, does art and sells prints at the shows. I'm like, sick, dude. Dude. Yeah. 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 And, <laughs> perfect yeah. example. You know, and um, I, I guess the second, the last, well, not not the last thing, but an, another thing is, um, you know, your your personal work ethic. A lot of people, um, you know, all that's, you know, all this marketing, that's cool. All this other stuff, that's cool, yada, yada, whatever. But um, how hard you're willing to work more than the next dude, because whatever you're doing or however hard you think you're working, there's a kid somewhere in fucking Nebraska who no one's heard about yet that is, you know, slaying you, you know, that he's, he's painting every day. He's tattooing everything he can. He's going to meet these other guys. Um, and so that's the dude that's going to prevail is the guy that's fucking working, working his fucking ass off and painting in between. Cause I remember seeing, so in Phoenix, the dude that we always looked up to, was Aaron Coleman, you know, and, you know, I kind of mean that, I mean that sincerely, like every person I ever met that's from Phoenix or tattooed in Phoenix, they were like, Aaron Coleman, that's the fucking man, you know, and so Aaron's still tattooing, you know, he still tattoos all the time, he takes walk-ins, but his whole entire shop is his hand-painted flash, and I saw an interview he did with somebody, and it has like a video, and he's painting while he's doing an interview, Mm-hmm. You know, and you're like, fuck, man, this dude is, that's why this dude's killing it. Like, he never stops working. And he's the, and on top of that, he's the nicest dude ever. So, um, a lot of people, they're like, oh, I'm at the, you know, I'm going to go to the bar. I'm going to do this, you know, because I've traveled around. So, I've been at shops where, you know, you, I've seen dudes sit around for eight hours, like I said, and not try and work. But um, if you're always, always, always working, always painting, always trying to push it, always trying to, you know, to, to figure out how to work Instagram for however you need to make it work. Cause I know dudes that can't, that don't do shit on Instagram, but fucking kill it on Facebook. And I'm not one of them, but um, if your work ethic 
isn't there because I have three kids. You know, I got 16 chickens. I got three dogs. And I tattoo from noon till nine. Like, I, you know, either I have appointments or I tattoo, you know, 25 crosses in a goddamn row. And um, then I come home and I make machines for like four hours. And usually in between appointments, that's when I paint at work is I'll, I'll paint at mm-hmm. work. So, you know, I'm producing a lot of shit. And then now I'm doing all of that. And then I'm making memes at like fucking 1130 at night. Yeah. So um, if you're doing all of that, like, there's no way you're going to fucking fail. You're like, yeah. Cause I used to, one, I, a guy I kind of, I, I helped out, uh, his name's Jeff Davis and he works at Night Owl Tattoo. Um, and the guy that owns it, his name's Travis Broyles. And Travis is one of the best marketing people I've ever fucking met, I think. And he's super good with the computer, super good at tattooing, super good at hustling, will tattoo whatever, and always booked. He's one of those guys that I was talking about that just is so good at talking to people. And I remember trying to tell Jeff, I, I had Jeff come out and he lived, uh, he lived with me in Arizona for a little bit. And I was trying to, I was like, listen, dude, like the first and foremost rule is you have to outwork fucking everybody. Because if you don't, it's not going to matter. And if you're not trying and I'll ask him, he's like, well, it's, you know, he moved, he go to California. Well, I'm not tattooing and I'm not doing that. I'm like, cool. Did you do every single thing you could do to fucking go get toward that goal? You know? And I mean, every single thing. I mean, did you go from shop to shop on fucking foot? fucking trying to tap for free yet because i've done that you know so um the growth isn't comfortable you know but if you aren't succeeding and what you're trying to do or you're like you know you keep looking at well i'm not like these guys i'm not like these guys or are these you know these people have a fuckload of followers and i tattoo better than them or this or that like then you need to start fucking you know you need to start working like that you know you have to i mean how how much do you really want to fucking do it because like I said, I'm lazy. I don't do all that, that shit at conventions. I don't do all that. But if I did, I bet you I would, I would be reaping the benefits of doing that extra. Yeah. But a lot of people don't want to hear that. Nobody wants to hear, like, well, you're fucking lazy. Yeah, self, self-entitlement, self man. It's, it never wins. You know, it, yeah. it's, it's a problem. I sometimes wish I was a Pinterest artist. You know, I know a guy, it's all he does. He doesn't draw, you know, but he's, he does. He outworks a lot of people. He's there all day, every day. He tattoos. He makes a lot of money and all. The problem with that is I'm a custom artist, so I have to tattoo all day, go home, and draw for the next day. I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm working my butt off, you know? I'm 15 years into this, and I'm like, bro, when's it going to stop? When am I going to be able to run a shop that's self-sufficient enough where I don't have to fucking work every single day, you know? And But there Shit. isn't that. Yeah. In this industry, you got it. you got to <laughs> put your time in, and it doesn't really stop. It just gets more because you get more in demand. So Yeah, well, I mean – yeah, the more work you do, the more work you have to do. Yep. So it and uh, I, 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 I have to take that shit into account because it, if you know, like I said, I have a family. I do all this. I, I try and be involved in my family. I try and be involved in my marriage because tattooing sucks the fucking life out of a family yeah. if you if you allow it yep. to. And so there's a lot more shit I could do, but I'm like, yeah, I don't, you know, I just can't. I'm just gonna have to not make that. I'm just gonna just have to you know, not make that money or not do this or, or not have that because I, you know, I'm not willing to, to sacrifice that. But for a long time, um, you know, I have, you know, done it to where I needed a job to the point to where I was like, let me just do a tattoo for free. And if you like it, I'll work on Tuesdays, you know, <laughs> like if you let me. So, and I see a lot of people that, you know, it's fucking super tight to talk about doing all that shit. And it's super tight to be like, yeah, I'll fucking put it in work. And, you know, you're not, so you're, you're never gonna, it's, 
it's never, it, you know, it's never going to amount to that, you know, versus uh, people that are painting and they're tattooing and they're working toward that, that, that familiar goal and drawing. I know a lot of dudes that, and I wonder how the fuck they do it because, you know, they're doing, you know, outlining a sleeve every day and it's all, they drew the whole thing themselves and it's sick and, you know, they own the shop and they're doing all that. And you're just like, God, fuck, man. Like I, you know, I, I, you know, I don't know what the end yeah. is, you know, I guess to fucking everybody makes money for you, but I imagine probably, you know, products of some yeah. kind or at least, or yeah, I talked, I had talked about that a little bit with a friend of mine and, 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 uh, saving, you know, saving your money. A lot of times people don't talk about, you know, the financial end of tattooing that often. Um, and you know, if you are marketing good and you're tattooing good and you're making all this money, like I've seen, you know, the dudes are like, I'm gonna buy fucking seven Rolexes. And you're like, dude, sick choice. Yeah. You know, <laughs> a fucking nice. Like, they hold their value. I was like, dude, buy a brick of gold, bro. Like, that's never gonna, you know, a brick of gold will always be worth fucking some money, <laughs> too. <laughs> you know, like, or get a Roth IRA, get an IRA and start and start saving some money. Buy a house, you know, buy two houses and rent yeah. one house. But ultimately, if you're going to open up a tattoo shop, buy the building you're fucking in or work toward that goal. Even if it takes fucking 50 years, that building's going to be worth more than yeah. your business. So um, I, I never understood people buying shops like, oh, I'm going to buy this shop. And I, it, and I guess I've just because the point, the, the, my perspective of when I was seeing it, it was always like super low end. It was like a dude had a shop for six months. He's like, you want to buy my shop for five grand? You're like, yeah. <laughs> And I was like, what you're not what the fuck are you buying a room yeah. full of chairs like you're not that's, buying a fucking that's basically what shop. i did yeah i i bought everything <laughs> in it the signage and everything i'm like all right so i don't have to prepare the shop it's already turnkey ready boom that's good but at the end of the day you're not buying the place you're just buying the materials you know to run a business yeah yeah because somebody had approached me a while back and said hey you know i'm thinking to sell my shop you want to buy it and i was like i'll buy that motherfucking building yeah dude. <laughs> i was like you own the building that's what i want fuck yeah. the shop you know, the shop is somebody else, but you know, they're like, Whoa, like you can do that. And I was like, hell yeah. And I know people that have done it where they like own it. It's they the best the way. It's, like, yep. dude, it's hard out here. Uh, you know, you're hard. spending a million dollars yeah. for it. You're like, I don't have a million yeah. dollars. I'll yeah. never pay that off. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking million bucks. Yeah. I, in California, I wonder, I'm like, dude, if you own your building, you're fucking Yeah. Tired. Yeah. yeah. You know? Cause it's <laughs> like, usually it's a strip mall <laughs> like, of some sort, you know? So you have seven yeah, units at least. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, that's the impossible, impossible mountain to climb. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I know dudes that do it. Uh, Matt Stelby owns Twisted Anchor Tattoo. Yeah, and, yeah. And I know Matt. Luxie. Matt Stelby, yeah. I, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, Matt, you know, Matt wears short shorts and fucking. Very and... short shorts, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, he's in Mississippi. Is that where yeah, it is? Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. It's like, I think it's called Ocean Springs. But, Matt owns the building and it's fucking sick and it's downtown and he owns like he owns it's his i mean i'm sure he owns like I, I'm, I, I'm you know he probably owes his life for a while but i mean he fucking i was like dude i was thoroughly blown away that you know i was like fuck dude this dude is sick like that yeah. is what's up like if you're gonna own a shop then that's you know that's what's up and it's uh you know, the money thing you can market or do or fucking whatever. And, um, 
it, and if you're not saving any of the money, like I, I think I, I save most of my money or invest it. You know, I try and invest it. And, uh, because you're not, like you said, when does it end? Like when you fucking die yeah. is like when you, you're like, when do you, <laughs> how do you retire? You're like, Oh, I don't know. Like, no, I've, I don't know anybody that got that far. Yeah. Right? So it's true. Yeah. They'll, they'll... I don't have the, the, the clear. They usually just buy a straight shot um, and then never work. <laughs> you have like seven people under them. Yeah, boom, just... There's everything. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's a dream. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's going to be prevalent because it's the, uh, along with the, you know, the internet changing stuff came the, the, the no, the, the need to not need, um, a shop to work at. Cause I remember that was paramount. Like, what do you mean you have a private studio? How the fuck do yeah. you make money? You know? And now it's like, dude, I don't need shit. I need an iPhone and I can fucking make a private studio and I don't have to deal with anyone's bullshit. But, um, you know, shops, people that weren't willing to adapt and change, like I was saying with the new era, like, you know, how things are going, you know, they have a whole crew. They have, they, they'll switch whole crews, you know, twice a year. And like three of, you know, five people will leave the shop and three of those guys will go open their own shop. And then somebody will go to his shop and then that guy opens up a new shop. So essentially, you know, you seated fucking, you know, 20 goddamn shops. Like, you know, you made a noose and then you had all them dudes fucking put it around your neck and now you're pissed that you can't fucking, you know, you can't, you can't keep anybody in your shop and you can't yeah. make any money doing it. And so, you know, and then there's, I, you know, there's a lot of shops that are, you know, their, their online presence is fucking perfect. You know, they're fucking killing it, you know? And then, uh, you know, it's definitely, definitely, definitely something that at least, I mean, you don't have to fucking do it. I mean, if you live in a certain part of the country where you can get away with never having to deal with the internet and that's awesome. But I think most people nowadays, um, you got to, and I, I try and do shit. Like I'll read, you know, read books on marketing, you know, what kind of marketing. And then I realized that a tattoo isn't a product. So there's like one or two ways of really selling it because, you know, it's, you could slap, I've seen, you know, the billboards, the radio commercials, the TV commercials, you know, whatever, um, which are all good things. But I mean, if you own a shop, dude, you know, that shit costs yep. a lot of fucking money. It costs fucking thousands of fucking dollars to be on the yeah. radio every 10 minutes so um yeah unless I mean, you're in a works. small town and like i say you you one shot per every 10 miles and you're golden you don't need the internet but these days that's not what it's like there's more tattoo shops than any other business besides starbucks basically oh uh, yeah it's yeah there's there's that and then there's the shuffle of you know, one dude has worked at 40 of them fucking shops. And uh, in Phoenix, I had kind of done that. You know, every every city has got like the row. And I don't know what it is in California or where you're from, but everyone has like, a you know, a street where there's 20 tattoo shops, you know, on it. And one dude's worked at yep. all of them, yep. you know. And yeah, it's every every state, every city. So, that's how it is. You know, and they burn bridges as they're going. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then that dude goes online yeah, and gets fucking yeah, pissed. Exactly. You know? <laughs> He's like, fucking, why the fuck did this only get three? Like, yeah. Everyone hates you, dude. That's if you want to be truthful with everyone. The hates 11th you. shop so, in town won't hire me. I'm sure they heard some things, dude. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, dude, this is, this is yeah. a good combo, man. Unfortunately, I have to go tattoo here shortly. So, gosh. Yeah, that's what fine. A rough that's life. fine. Hopefully, no. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Hopefully, I didn't ah, no, great. too long. And I guess to to put a to put a cap on it, uh, you have to do good tattoos along with good marketing, and you have to be cool with people. And you know, you're only gonna get you're only gonna reap what you sow. Like it's never gonna happen on accident. And you know, quit worrying about it. Fucking whatever, dude is doing shit you don't deem good enough to get what he's getting for it and you know start working on your shit and uh you know tattooing definitely doesn't suck and it's definitely you know um you could definitely if you keep doing positive things to it or you keep trying to do you know helpful shit like it's you know it's going to help tattooing as a whole but it's you know, it hasn't changed that. Yeah, much. just just the net social so. networking aspect of it. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's true, yep. and that is a big thing for people like me that are bitter. I'm like, ah, oh, man. But you know, you've brought up points today that I'm like, you know, you're right, man. I'm literally just being a little bitch at the end of the day. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you'd be fucking. Yeah, I mean, you can be mad at yourself or mad at yeah. you know whatever, but. I know for a fact, dude, I'll probably never be booked for life. I'll probably never close my books because I'm, I've been tattooing for 15 years. I do all, everything I do. I don't think I'm, I don't think I've ever been booked up longer than two weeks in my life, in my entire life, because I tattoo everything I tattoo. I finish Mm -hmm. fucking fast. So, you know, there's a, so I'll just keep fucking, I, you know, as long as somebody wants to tattoo, I'll try and give it to them, I guess. And so yeah, well, I appreciate you uh, asking me to be on here. No, thank you. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. I reached out, you know, and you, you answered back. So I appreciate I think a lot of people are going to be interested in this episode in general. So I, I thank you, man. Well, I yeah, I hope so. And I'm trying to, uh, you know, I'm trying to make a, a podcast also. We'll see, and we'll see yeah. how that shit goes. And if, uh, you know, I guess, I don't know, if you want tattooed or want a machine, get a hold of yeah, me. I don't know. Definitely. Know, that's it. definitely but yeah everyone check out randy on uh instagram it's monday underscore malarkey and what is your personal one uh randy underscore r heard it here but thanks a lot randy and uh hope to chat with you or see you at a convention at some point hopefully you too man take it easy thank you bye bye